On this episode, we rank all of the sit-down restaurants at Epcot. Today's January 26, 2024. This is episode 636 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top 10 lists of all sorts. Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. You can also now find us on TikTok at MSM Podcast. If you've not done so already, head off to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. And if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button, you get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. We are talking about dining today. We are talking about sit-down restaurants, and if you did not get that advanced dining reservation that you wanted 60 days out, do not worry because Mouse Dining removes the frustration of booking Disney dining reservations, alerting you when they spot availability for your desired restaurant, date, meal, and time. Visit msmfriends.com to use this free service. So today, we're going to kind of start a new series of ranking restaurants and we'll go through uh, all of the parks, Disney Springs. We'll probably figure out something for resorts where we're going to rank restaurants, in our opinion, from the least good to the best good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, today we are going to focus on Epcot, uh, mostly because it has like the most restaurants. And so our percentage of ones that we have dined at are much greater, uh, being the fact that like, you know, normally we start these types of things with Magic Kingdom, you know, the OG Walt Disney World Park. Right. And then we move on to an Epcot and then a Hollywood Studios and an Animal Kingdom. But uh, because we have not dined at uh, Be Our Guest as far as the new prefix menu goes, oh, uh, yeah. we've not done Liberty Tree and we've not done Diamond Horseshoe which is like half the freaking sit-down restaurants there, I feel like. <laughs> uh, we thought we would start with Epcot. And yeah. we have a total of 19 wow. sit-down restaurants That's amazing. here at Epcot. I don't think I knew they had the most. I know. I least... wonder if that's why they're cutting the festival short, because then it'd it be will interesting. Give... Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what dining has looked like at Epcot since th festivals went almost 365. Mm -hmm. You're right, because, you know, for us, for example, we rarely sit down and dine during the festivals unless just say it's the end of Flower and Garden and we've done everything. It's the end of Food and Wine and we've done everything. Right. But Festival of the Arts, International Festival of the Holidays, we're not going to get a table service meal unless there's a specific reason. Right. Because we know that those festivals are so short lived and we want to experience as much of them that we possibly can. So yeah, uh, Rhonda and I sat down, uh, listed all the restaurants. I then uh, attached just to help us out a little bit because there are three that we've not dined at out of the 19. Mm -hmm. And of course, some uh, it has been a little while or they've updated, you know, some some dining way that they do dining like a Monsieur Paul. So right. I also have listed uh, the rating, the guest rating as they are on touringplans.com. Nice. So what we're looking at factoring in with ones that we have not dined at will be that rating. It will also be um, price. <laughs> it comes into play a lot. Yeah. And then what we've heard just from other folks and mm -hmm. reviews and, and going through social media. But this is our ranking. These mm -hmm. are what we enjoy the most. Yes. And so that's the order we're going to do them in. So we are going to start at number 19. And we selected uh, Takumi Te. Mm -hmm. Now, a couple reasons. One... It has a 
satisfaction rating on touring plans, which, which is on is the, low the end. lowest. Yeah, right? I believe it's actually the lowest one on touring plans. It also has a very hefty price tag. It's very expensive. Yeah, it's ranging between 150 to 250 a person, depending on which dining experience you choose. That's a lot. It's a whole lot. So that really does factor in, even though we have not dined here. Uh, something I would love to maybe do this year is the $150 one. But again, we're, you know, you're already $300 in. That's a lot. Just from the start. Yep. And so when you look at a value, you know, regardless of how good this place is and, and I don't, if I look for information on it, I see that people seem to really enjoy it. Okay. But it's not one of those where you see people constantly talking about it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I've never heard of it. Yeah. Because it's so expensive. I don't even know where it is. Yeah. This is this is for the hardcore diners. This is in Japan. Uh-huh. This is in the back, and they this is one of those they made the updates kind of after uh, everything was shut down and they reinvented and made tons of changes and and all of that. So it's just it's not very accessible because of that. Most people don't know it exists, and when you put a price tag like that on it, it I don't. It's not for your average guest, right? You know, I don't think there's a lot of folks that do once in a year trip. And it's the family of four with the two kids. They're not dining at Takumi Tech. Yeah. It is foodies. It is bloggers and vloggers. It is folks without children, mm-hmm. most likely. It is a very, it's very a special night, occasion. Maybe? Yeah. Yep. Birthdays, anniversaries, things like that. So that's the reason it falls at 19. Same reason. And, and Ron and I are doing our best to put our previous only experience aside at Monsieur Paul. Mm-hmm. But again, we're talking hefty per person prefix meal now for yeah, sure now and while in the ratings at 80 on touring plans so again it is on the lower end when you hear some of the other ratings that these restaurants have does i mean does it even does it even interest you you know in this this last episode we talked about our taste of disney food festival mm-hmm. that we would we would you know uh, create for the summer like looking through the menu and all is it something that price aside you even want to try or do we still just have such a bad taste in our mouth we would 100% go back if this was not a prefix meal. Oh, yeah. We would go back yeah. in a heartbeat to give it another shot. 100%. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't, like, I don't hear the menu and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I totally want to sit for this. Yeah. So. Um, I agree completely. But, but, you know, for absolutely work situation i'll do it yeah just uh and then hope that it's a good taste in my mouth because right it it wasn't awful it just i i did expect to be blown away like we have before and other yeah. things i think that's the hard part well and it's one of and those we heard two, so many things yeah we heard so many good things about it and and you would expect at even the price points before we're up there yeah you know I mean, again, this is signature fine dining and it's one of those like you go to T-Rex Cafe and you're disappointed. You're not walking out like, I can't believe I was disappointed in (laughs) T-Rex Cafe. What? I I just I'm shocked. Here you are. Like there's so much more of an expectation. Mm -hmm. You know, we go way, way back to the first time we dined at California Grill and Mm -hmm. I was nervous to dine there. Yeah. Because I'm like, how can this place live up to the expectation that has been set? And it sure did. did. So that's what we were feeling here. Yeah. So the letdown is just so much greater mm-hmm. as, yeah, opposed to going a lot of other places. You know, you go to you go to boat rights, which we've never had a problem with over at Port Orleans Riverside. But right. you go to boat rights. You're not walking in there like, 
I'm expecting an outstanding dining experience. Right. If you're disappointed at boat rights, you shrug it off probably within the hour. You're just like, okay, well, you know, you don't hear much about boat rights. Right. It is what it is. All right. So I think that was like where we've just clung on to this negativity from Monsieur Paul for so long. But we are trying to get past it. Yeah. And hopefully we will get to dine there yeah. and do their prefix menu. Next, we are moving on to number 17. What is that? This was always one of the kids' favorites, actually. It is. Um, and Nine Dragons, it is we were talking about. And, and this is in China, correct? Yes. And I think the reason for me it, it's obviously higher is because of the kids and having that memory of going with them. Um, we've never had a bad menu. No menu no. item no we've never sent anything back no um but it is just very to me what you can get at your local yeah chinese place yeah and and that's something we always we factor into here a lot is again resrana said we've always enjoyed nine dragons anytime we yeah. went a anytime we've gotten food it's been good the atmosphere is great the service has always been wonderful it was the kids go to when they were younger but I can go to P.F. Chang's mm -hmm. and get pretty much the exact same meal. Right. Which is a good meal, but it's nothing that's unique to Disney, unique to your vacation. Like right. if we went to But anywhere, you're in Epcot at yeah, China, you're at, you're in at China. Epcot, and sure. And, that, and that's a major plus for all of these. But it's very much like plopping a P.F. Chang's in Epcot. Yeah. Which is fine. Mm -hmm. I don't personally eat at P.F. Chang's because of a, a situation that it once had there, which had nothing to do with P.F. Chang's. That's what Sorry stinks. Sorry to say. Yeah. I love P.F. Chang's, but I happened to have it, and then that night I got the stomach bug, 100% unrelated. Mm -hmm. And it was miserable. Mm -hmm. Just the, I, I mean, I was a, shoot, I mean, this has been it was in our 16 years. It was in our condo. This was like 16 years ago. Mm -hmm. And literally, even at that point, I was a, what, almost 30-year-old man. And I remember just all night I was up, and at one point I was just like, I wonder if my parents are awake. I just want to talk to my parents. Like, that's how bad I felt mm. from that thing. But yeah. so it's been hard for me to want to go back there. But um, that also falls with number 16, which is Tudo Italia. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Yep. We dined there with Lucy and Caleb that time. I remember really liking their calamari. Mm -hmm. I think we did like ravioli or no, we had maybe had gnocchi or something there. Or Caleb might. I can't remember. No, he probably got chicken parm. Um, <laughs> we enjoyed it. Yeah. It being in the World Showcase, it being there in Italy is amazing. The mm -hmm. atmosphere is great. But it is akin to Olive Garden, which again is fine. I would say it's elevated because bit more. it's better bit than better. Tony's. Yes, I agree. I think it's better than Tony's. So um, that the food is better. Yeah. Again, we've never had anything bad. No. Uh, we've never sent anything back. Yeah. So. But it's just, it's something you can get anywhere. And if you are... It, you know, if somebody says, where can I get good Italian on property and they're in Epcot, I'm going to say, walk your butt out the back and head over to the boardwalk area and go to Trattoria Al Forno. Yeah. That's if you want a good Italian, that's where you're going to go. If you're seeking it in and around Epcot, you're not going to go to Tuta, Tuta Italia. Um, what about. um? What about what? The. Oh, my gosh. Tuta Gusto? Yes, thank you. So Tuta Gusto is not considered and listed under table service restaurants because I think it is considered more slash bar lounge. Okay. So. Because they have a very limited food. Very limited. 
but the spaghetti is on there, which yeah. is fantastic. Is is fantastic. I mean, I would I would certainly rate it higher than Tutto Italia. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. from things that we've had there. We've also done some of the meat trays, the cheeses. Uh, they've got fabulous drinks. They've got Marco. So Tutto Gusto would definitely be up there. Um, coming in at number fifteen. Now we have not dined inside of this restaurant, which I forget is considered a table service restaurant. Yeah, it is the uh, Creperie de Paris. Mm-hmm. Over there in the Ratatouille area, that expansion area. So is it connected to the it's window? It's connected to the quick up? service window. Okay. Um, and we didn't we didn't think the crepes were that fabulous at the the quick service window. Correct. It was fine. We did a sweet one. We had not done a savory one, but I think this is something where we should and go sit yeah, down. Yeah, because I would like to. I, think, I really want to do a savory crepe. I think a crepe needs to be eaten pretty, like, immediately. Fresh. And yeah, and when we did the the window, it was freezing outside. Yeah, it was rainy. Yes, because we did it during the Ratatouille preview, mm-hmm. and yeah, the weather was not great. Um, and the crepe, yeah, the crepe was just nothing to write home about. Mm-hmm. And um, so this one definitely falls back on the list because of that. And it's another one I don't. I would have to actively seek reviews about this. Yeah. You know, it's not like they're popping up on my my Facebook feed every week or Twitter mm-hmm. or anywhere. In fact, they never have. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's much talked about. Uh, let's move on to number 14. Let's let's talk about this one, Rhonda, because I think uh, we will get some um, flack for how high this is. You mean how low? How, see, is this is like turning up or down the AC. We're into this again. I don't know which it is. This is high because it is number 14. It's low on the list. Because it's it's not as good. Okay. So I still don't know. Again, right now, if I want it colder in our house, I tell you to what? Turn the air down. Turn the air down. That makes you want it, colder. it colder. But yes. But if you turn the air up, that means that it's producing more air, therefore making it colder. If you turn you know? it up and you have it 72 degrees. So you're and talking you go temperature. Up, you hit it to 75. That is not making it cooler. If you hit it down to 60, But that would be turning the air down because it makes it hotter. Is what I think. You are very <laughs> strange, man. <laughs> that's that's how I... So anyway, this is number 14. What are we talking about? Via Napoli. Yeah. Um, the reason it is lower because... The pizza is fantastic. It's outstanding. I mean, pizza, I, I, I think it's possibly the best pizza on the property. The pizza. Yeah. But we have had other things. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we've had, tried other items. And it's good. And it's just good. It's not wonderful like the pizza. Yeah. If all Via Napoli served is the pizza, I think this would go definitely up yeah. to one of... Yeah, I think if I think if this was considered more of a um, we have we have a place right near us. It's a wood fired Italian joint and they're they're doing most of their stuff. They're hand making pasta. They're doing most of their stuff in a wood fired oven. Mm -hmm. And I wish that's a little bit more what Via Napoli was. Again, the other items aren't bad, but you're not sending. If somebody says, where do I get the best pizza on property? You say Via Napoli. They say, where do I get the best Italian on property? This doesn't come into the conversation. Correct. So, yeah, I think if their focus was mostly pizza and that's if people say like, is Via Napoli good? Yeah. If you get the pizza, mm-hmm. there's just other other places to have better Italian food than going here and getting any of that right. stuff. So that's where it ranks high, low, wherever it is. Number 14. 
Number 13 is uh, Chef de France. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fully transparent and fair, we have never dined on a full meal here. Right. We've done appetizers. Uh, the French we've onion sa- soup was outstanding. We've sat there. Mm-hmm. Yep, we sat at a table. We were there mm-hmm. with Kat and Michael and Jossie and Nick and all, and, and it was mm-hmm. a great experience. Creme brulee was outstanding. Everything we had was great. Mm-hmm. We just haven't done a full meal there. Correct. And so, unfortunately for them, I don't think they actually care. Um, they, they, they rank in at number 13 for us. It's definitely one of those I would like to go sit and and have a full meal. Yeah. Do appetizer. We'll each get an entree. We'll we'll split a dessert or something. That'd be and fun. um the atmosphere is wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's great. I mean, so yeah. All right, move on to number 12 is San Angel Inn. This has an 86 rating actually on touring plans. Mm-hmm. This one the we, we've dined here a few times. I like uh, we it. We actually came up. I think it was Kaylin's twelfth birthday. She re- she requested because we had we had our anniversary anniversary, yeah. and because we took pictures mm-hmm. and showed her, she was like, "I want to do that for my birthday." Yeah, I mean, this atmosphere is second to none. Mm-hmm. It is one of the best. That's actually it would be a great episode. We're ranking restaurants atmosphere. We'll pick like our top ten atmospheres yep. alone. Food aside. Uh, the, you cannot beat sitting there, especially we had that table on the water mm-hmm. with the boats going by, like from the three caballeros. It's just, yep. it's amazing. That is cool. And the food's fine. The food's good. The food is good. It's good. It would be more up on the good side rather than yeah, just it's, fine. I'd say it's, it's, it'd be slightly elevated over your standard Mexican restaurant that everybody has yeah. in their neighborhood. Yeah. You know, we've got one up here. Love it. But Cinco even even the one, yeah, Cinco de Mayo, um, love it. But it's also one of those places where if you put a price tag on the food at Cinco de Mayo of the price tag that they have here, it would bring your thoughts of the uh, food down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we can go to Cinco de Mayo, have a couple margaritas, get split a giant fajita platter, and we're walking out of there, you know, for under like 40 bucks for the two of us. Like mm-hmm. it is, and you get to eat. You know, your weight and chips and salsa and all. Yeah. So this is, a, I would say, food quality is a slightly elevated over your local Mexican joint, but the price is is greatly elevated over your local Mexican joint, right. which I think brings down your opinion of the food a little bit. Do you agree? Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, I, I do like it here though. But like, I remember one time I had a mole here. Yeah. And it was it was it was fine. It was good, but it wasn't like you didn't feel like they were back there making the mole sauce from scratch oh i think you I know remember you telling yeah um, I remember this. so just you know one of those types of things uh next this is another one that we have not dined at it'll be the last on the list that we have not dined at which is the hacienda de san angel right across the way there um from san angel Inn. this has a 90 rating mm-hmm. i don't know much about this place to be honest but for me personally anytime i have seen a review people really love it here and it has definitely got more elevated pricing and I believe quality as well over like San Angel Inn. So it's certainly on our list to try. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we'll get around there. We'll get around yeah. there at some point. We have this this long list now of, yeah. of places still to try or, or retry. Uh, let's move on to number 10. What do we have next? Shiki uh, Sai. Yeah. <laughs> um, Newest restaurant. That is. Epcot. It was it was nice. It was fun. We went with Chuck and Alley. Yeah. Um, food was really good. It was. Um, it was expensive. For the eel. It was very expensive. Very expensive. Service was Out- absolutely outstanding. Standing. Like, top, top 
service yeah. we've ever had. So sweet. Yeah. Like those oh. clams. Those clams were so good. The little clams yeah. that that Allie and I absolutely love. Yeah. Like I would go back just for those. Uh, it just for me it wasn't heavy enough on sushi rolls, which are which I prefer. A lot of it was the what is the nigiri and you know it's a lot of yeah, that but we more didn't heavy. pick that either. No, I mean, I we could go back and just totally have like rolls or. I would whatnot. do nothing but rolls, um, but the quality the quality was quality great. Was the great. atmosphere's good. It was clean. Yeah, and... it's very accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did have that milky sake though that I would not recommend. That tasted like turpentine and yeah, <laughs> looked like I don't know. It was it was I mean it looked like milk. Mm-hmm. It was gross. Didn't it come in a can? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Y'all said it should be mixed with something. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be better if you put it, if you put it in like a frozen concoction and blended it or something. I think it would have been better. So but, funny. But Shiki Sai right now, I mean, it's very accessible. I mean, I remember we woke up that morning. Yeah. It had not been open for long. We woke up that morning. I was looking. I was like, we can get a reservation in like two hours at Shiki Sai. Y'all want to do that? Yeah. Let's go. Yep. So I would definitely go back though. Like, yeah. And, and this, I and mean, this really starts at, like, to get hard in the top thing. 10. Yeah. You could sit at the bar and mm-hmm. walk in. This, you know, this is getting into our top 10 and this actually gets really hard. I mean, we had to move things around a lot here. We did. Um, so let's move on to number nine, which yes. we have, we have dined at a couple times. We've done the firework package there a Quite long time a ago, times. which um, I would really like to do again. Yeah. And we're talking about Rose and Crown. Mm-hmm. Um, all their food was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, except your scotch egg. Only because the egg yolk was overcooked, yep. but they're going to play it safe with that, plain Absolutely. and simple. And, and all the other flavors were there. Mm-hmm. The sausage was great. The breading was great. The whites were, were cooked well, that hard boiled, but I just, I wanted a soft yolk in the middle to kind of run all over everything. But everything else mm. here is, everything else here is good. Bangers yeah. and mash is really yep. good. Their fish and chips fish and is chips outstanding. so good. Like, I, I really like Rose and mm-hmm. Crown. Um... And and even, you know, when you have someone like Gary, when, when they were here and Gary and Claire got the fish and chips from Yorkshire, yeah. which is pretty much what they're serving, you know, very similar inside so there. So cool. And they're like, yeah, this is this is legit. Like, this, this is, is authentic. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it definitely puts Rose and Crown in that top 10. Uh, moving on to number eight. Now, this is technically something you can get probably in everybody's hometown. Everybody's got one of these places. Yes. This has some different takes on it. And that's Teppanito. Yes. So your, your teppanyaki, hibachi, what most correct. people call it style, yep. cook in front of you. We went for Kat's birthday. It was so much fun. And the food is good. Yeah. The food is good. Very good. The food is not technically better than all of these places above it, I will say. But this comes down to atmosphere. This comes down to price. This comes down to the fun you're going to have. Yeah. This is one of those places where you've got a group. You know, just say you've got eight of you going to Disney and you're looking for a dining, something to do for dining. You go here because yeah. you're going to have an absolute blast. With Absolutely. It. Well, it's super fun. Um, and yeah, like you said, and the I love the part where they do the Mickey mm-hmm. um, onion thing instead of like the train or the whatever yeah. you do at your local. Yeah, you get like noodles instead of your fried rice, at least when we went. Which I don't know if they're so still doing good. it that way, but they're they're good. Yeah. And I mean, I love them. But this is one of those two, like, I don't know that I've ever really been to a teppanyaki place and been like, well, that wasn't good. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of yeah. those things that's so consistent, even if it's not the same, like, place. Right. You know, you can go to one that's locally owned. You can go to a Benihana. You can go to, like, and they're all 
just consistently what they are. Right. I don't think you're ever going to walk into a place and be like, well, what's this? I, I've <laughs> never seen this. Right. Or you're going to walk out and be like, well, that was disappointing. Mm-hmm. You get exactly what you think you're going to get every single time. Mm-hmm. And this was just so much fun. Mm-hmm. I loved it. What's next yes. on our list? Um, next is Coral Reef. And the reason it was higher for like me um, in particular, because I think Jeremy might have put it a little lower. But... Um, it is an 80 on touring plans. And I think because the atmosphere is just super cool with it the really giant, um, um, oh my aquarium? gosh, aquarium. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, it's I been can't. a long day, babe. I don't know. I feel like it. I'm tired. We're recording almost a full week ahead of time because we will be we got, gone Thursday, we, Friday. We got plans. Yeah. We and got then stuff we, to um, do. People to see. Oh, um, fun news. One, uh, stay away from Disney March 8th through 10th. Oh. Two, we will be there because yesterday uh, Lacey's dance team qualified. They got first place in hip hop at the NDA qualifier and they will be going to nationals at Disney. Um, I think we had mentioned uh, possibly last episode. Last year in their first year, they automatically qualified because there are some summer camp things that you as a dance team can do that just put you in it. And, and everybody kind of gets to go in that sense uh, due to just some errors, whatever happened. They didn't do that this summer. Mm-hmm. And so they actually had to qualify and they did. So but cool. speaking of rides and roller coasters, we get uh, we were not there, unfortunately, but uh, Lacey messaged us and says that they placed last mm-hmm. and they would not qualify for Disney. And we're just so disappointed. Teams been working their butts off practicing every day, mm-hmm. like just working so hard. They absolutely killed the dance. And then about two hours maybe after the awards, when everybody's heading home, um, the coach got a call from the director of NDA and said there was a glitch like in the voting system, I guess, in the computers. You actually placed first yeah. and qualified. Woo! It was awesome. So, it was so cool. So we will be at Disney for that, though, on the March 8th to 10th. So, But just... Just a word of warning to everyone else. Is that else. the ESPN <laughs> zone? Yeah, ESPN. That is where All the is. all-stars are already booked for that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we'll be staying off property most likely like we did last year. Because she but, wants to stay with the dance yeah, team, with the which team. makes sense. But it was just, oh, it was so exciting. Because then we watched, like we watched, somebody videoed the dance, we watched it and we're like. They were if amazing. They didn't, if they didn't place, what the heck did these other teams look right. like? Because they were outstanding. Just so, we were yep. so, so happy. Um, so yeah, let's Coral go back Reef. to Coral Reef Again, and the atmosphere. amazing yeah. um, aquarium yep. and just, I mean, we never even sat close to it yet. Um, I think all of the food that we have had was really good. It has even been good. back to when we did a dining package <laughs> and we got it to go because we ate. Uh, we did Steakhouse 71 for lunch, lunch and we were so full. We were so full. Yeah. That and we did it with my parents. Mm-hmm. That we couldn't because we wanted to watch the. There's candlelight processional dining can, package. It so was literally, we got this to go all the food, which I was like, "Can we do this without canceling?" And she was like, "Yeah." And that was when they had an amazing tomato soup. Yeah, that was in a cup, of course. Mm-hmm. Um and it was so good. The shrimp and grits were great. Shrimp, I everything. Actually had the and steak. This was cold. And, yeah, I ate and the steak then, the next day. Yeah, and then we and we it was did still have really a hotel good. room. 
Yep, that's that when we moved. A... Well, that's when we moved over for the first House of Mouse Expo at the Embassy Suites. Uh, we were there for it was the Thanksgiving trip mm-hmm. um, with your parents and, mm-hmm. and uh, brother and sister in law and his family and all. And um, the last night we were actually moving over to Embassy Suites to go to House of Mouse Expo. And yeah, we took it and they, they had a microwave and all, and everything was fabulous. It was and it was so good, yeah. even warmed up. And then heck, last then time we went, we got the chicken. We got mm-hmm, and it was outstanding, it was very good. Remember that dessert? I yeah. think wasn't it like a um. A bourbon mousse something. It was a Jack Daniels something, and it was it was good. The yeah, we had the shrimp dip, the shrimp and artichoke dip. We the food here actually, I think this is an extremely underrated restaurant for mm-hmm. us and the experiences we've had. Yeah, and again, that atmosphere. It, it's accessible. Mm-hmm. It's tucked away there. A lot of people I don't know about it. I think that's neat where it's tucked away because I didn't know about it for the longest yeah. time. Remember we went. That, yeah, that's when we were waiting on our food, and mm-hmm. there was Kaylin and Kaylin. Mm-hmm. We're two of the cast members, and both of them spelled their names differently than mm-hmm. our Kaylin. Yep. And we got a photo with them and sent it back to our Kaylin. Yeah. Um, so we've really, you know, and, and when you when we do these types of things, and I'm sure anybody would, there's always going to be a certain uh, factor of nostalgia uh-huh. and memories and things that make you just cherish it. Yeah. Again, if somebody says, name your top five restaurants on property, your top 10. They might tell me to name my top 15. Mm-hmm. Coral Reef probably wouldn't fall into that, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't ever steer in, I wouldn't steer someone away from it if they said, hey, we're thinking about getting a reservation of Coral Reef. My kids love fish or something. What do you think? I'd be like, yeah, That's great. do it. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. It is. Uh, moving on to number six is another one that I was super surprised by how much we enjoyed this lunch here. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, what are we talking about? Let's Garden talk, Grill. Let's talk this. Yeah. Uh, it's really high up there too mm-hmm. with touring plans. It is ninety. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we were just we put it off, put it off, and we were like, it's just gonna be like any other like family style mm-hmm. food, and it was fantastic. We were really wanting to do a breakfast. Um, we did Ackershoes instead of Garden Grill, but that's on our next list yeah. to do a Garden Grill breakfast, but. The lunch was fantastic. Yeah. The food was great. Um, yeah. Here's I here's wouldn't... what Garden... First of all, the character interactions were amazing. Yes. You know, you're inside Always. the Land Pavilion in this rotating restaurant. You get to, at one point, overlook living with the land and the mm-hmm. boats down below you. This is very simple food done extremely well. Yeah. There's nothing on in this skillet that's going to blow your mind. Nope. There's nothing in the skillet you haven't had before, most likely. Right. But it's all done about as well as you can do it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, Chuck and Allie and Alex love this place and they'd always talk about it. Yep. And I just thought, and just looking at the menu and the experience, it never really floated my boat. Nope. Until I boated there. Mm-hmm. And then it floated. And I really did enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like it yep. a lot here. So very surprised by it. All right. Number five. Um, I, Ron and I went back and forth a little bit. I would probably put it lower on the list higher on the list higher. i still don't know where we are you um, put it higher i would probably put it at my overall number three spice road table is so good we have eaten every item on the menu we've mm-hmm. dined there several yeah. times it is a wonderful atmosphere whether you're sitting inside yes. looking out the windows yes. or you get an outside seat yes if you line this up with fireworks you're gonna have an amazing view mm-hmm. it's small plates Mm-hmm. Again, done very, very well, but you're going to have an opportunity probably to try some things here that you maybe haven't tried before. Yeah. And it's 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 one of those, it's an introduction to Moroccan food. Yes. Like, I just think they do a really good job of bringing Moroccan flavors to the everyday person that maybe has never had it, you yep. know? Yeah. I agree. 
Um, it is really good. I think for me, the reason it's just because we have eaten everything and I, I liked it, but I don't remember like loving it like you do and wanting yeah. to go back. Um, and I feel like we've eaten everything on the menu. So the menu is not, not a reason to go back very right large now for us. and there's, it's not. Yeah. Um, now we were walking past the other day and I almost did because it was freezing and they had heaters outside. But I was like, because I saw hummus and I'm like, oh, that yeah. kind of sounds good. But then I'm like, but we've eaten yeah, everything. Yeah, we thought about it. Like, I know. And that is a disservice to it because it's small plates. It's easy to run through the menu. Yeah. You know, it, it, because you're going to order several of them. So, and I don't remember being there eating one thing going, oh, I got to go back and shrimp. get that. Okay. The shrimp for me. Okay. Which is very similar. That mirror the shrimp up in Dahlia lounge mm. that is cooked in that like garlicky butter yeah, and sauce inside of that little like ramekin like um what's that stuff called what's that made of where they do the corn dip in at three bridges and all those have a very is it terracotta oh yeah is that what it's called terracotta. yeah it's in that it's not and ricotta. it was not ricotta you got to tear it tear it up a little bit uh moving on to number four just go back and listen to our first ever review of this and then go back and listen to our second review hmm. and then hear us talk about it in, in Beer Garden. I, in the first review, I can't remember specifically, but I might have used the words dumpster fire. Mm, I, think. I think you did. I think I did. Um, I didn't think it was that bad. And um, Touring Plans has it at 91. Yeah. And um, I talked with one of my clients that actually was in like born I think not I don't know if she was born but she lived in Germany mm-hmm. and literally told me that they've gone and eaten at Bear Garden and she said it is so authentic. Yeah, that's great to hear. And I was like I really want to do it again because I never thought the food was bad and then knowing that it's authentic yeah. I really want to go back and then it, and my dad was in Germany for mm-hmm. a little bit too when he was a young buck. Um I think he was 18, 17, oh, wow. 18. But yeah, anyways, the point is, is we did go back and I was like, this really is I still really good. And yep. then you had a better. Yeah. First of all, atmosphere. Yeah. And from, from the from the get-go, I love the atmosphere. I love the show. Like I love, this is a group dine. If you said, Jeremy, let's you and I go for a date night to beer garden. I'd be like, no, I'm good. Well, let's go with a bunch of people. Like it's just it's it's a one to be shared with a big yeah. group of of friends and family and all. Yeah. It's not a date night spot, but but the, the, food's the good food was to good. The food was good. I really really enjoyed it the second time around, and I I like beer. I mean, it falls in at number four. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. What about number three? Which again I number think is heavily three. influenced by it being a character dining and the atmosphere and the everything. But we've really enjoyed the food. We we're talking about Acker Shoes. Yeah. And comes in at 86 on touring plans. And yeah, like Jeremy just said, all of that. And the food was really actually good. Mm-hmm. Um, we have eaten breakfast and lunch here. Dinner. Well, dinner, but isn't it the same? I think it's the same menu. Um, and it, all of it was really good. Yeah. Um, I can't say anything was awful or bad. No. So that was really nice. Yeah, I surprisingly really enjoyed the dinner. Uh-huh. Even that, you know, we talk about salmon. That salmon was good. Yeah. Like, I actually enjoyed the salmon for mm-hmm. people that don't eat salmon a yeah. lot. And everything was was done well. The, I mean, the meatballs and all are so good. And so just, good. And the princess interactions yeah. are 
top notch. I mean, they are some of the best that you will get anywhere. Mm-hmm. And there's just such an elevation when you have the the face characters. Yeah. You know, I mean, as good as like a garden grill is and you getting a hug from Mickey Mouse and all. For me, those ones are charade. those ones are slightly awkward because of the charade portion, mm-hmm. you know. And so the face characters, when you can actually speak to them and both times that we dine breakfast and dinner, you know, you could say pretty much come up with anything to say to them. Not you can say anything because then don't say anything rude, but <laughs> pretty much whatever you said. They had an immediate response, mm-hmm. you know, whether they're just incredible improv yep. or they've already have stories built in their mind and experiences and all. Right. It was just is so good. Yeah. Like, I really, really love this place. And it's one where, yeah, we've eaten everything, right? I think we've so. We've eaten everything because of breakfast and dinner. We've eaten all they have to offer for food. I would go back for the characters and, and the princesses alone. Yeah. You know, Tiana was there when we went for breakfast. Like, I, I would go back. I for that. I would go back just for that. Yeah. And it's another one. It's a lot of fun with, with friends. Right. I mean, we did breakfast, the two of us. We did dinner with Chuck and Amy. Both yep. were equally awesome, yeah. but it is a lot of fun when you've got a group of friends. And what I enjoy so much at these now, you not having the girls with us, is is watching those other families that oh, have yeah. the little kids. Yeah. That watch them interact with those those princesses and, and the characters and stuff like a garden grill and just being like, oh, man, I remember those days. That was awesome. But now I get to experience these folks experiencing mm-hmm. it for the first time. Um, and it's really good. So we did have some toss-ups between number one and two. Mm-hmm. We did. For number two, and, and I think I think you could interchange. I these. just started to say, I would say yes. Very easily. Yes. So at number two, we actually put Le Cellier. Mm-hmm, which comes in at a 92 yeah. on touring plans. Yeah. And it's a really good steakhouse. It is. And honestly, it's, it's the only reason that I think it falls second. It's super small. Yes, it is. It's very intimate. Mm-hmm. It's kind of dark but cozy. Mm-hmm. It's... It has this certain warmth to it where you really feel like you are in a cellar mm-hmm. and the food was so good. Food was great. The service was outstanding. Yep. You know, we know that the the cheddar soup and the filet mignon um, at the food and at the uh, food and wine every year. Risotto. Yeah. Mushroom mm. risotto. Like even at the booth, you can get so this taste good. of it. Yeah. It's a it's a wonderful place. I just know that there are a lot of good places around property to get a good steak. Yeah. There are a lot of places potentially in your hometown. Mm-hmm. With a local restaurant or even if you've got like a Roost Chris or whatever to get a good steak. And that's really the only reason it falls number two. Because number one, you can talk about it's out of this world. <laughs> and yes, we are talking about Space 220. It does fall to 79 There are a lot of people that hate, this, that hate think the food's awful here. I've seen it really? a lot that people think the food is awful. And I don't know what food they've... We're eating there. Wow, because we have... We've loved everything we've ever we've had never, there. never... Now, the sad part was was when the um, lasagna... The baked macaroni... Yeah. Is... That roll, was Roll away, roll Lord, away, look at your brain, amazing. I don't care. It's the best dish. It's the best single dish I ever had on Disney property. Oh, here we go, guys. There I'm it not, is. I'm not kidding. <clears throat> I, and I don't even... I, I can't even explain how or why it was that that ragu and oh my gosh remember i like tried to recreate it at home one time and it was good it was very good but what i made was garbage next to this (laughs) as good as mine actually was yeah this day i i miss it so much but but the salad we've had Mm -hmm. like i mean we starry calamari's really great really good got that shrimp cocktail i think i think in 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 this 
atmosphere, like getting up there, the whole experience, and then sitting mm-hmm. down either A, at a table, or the bar yeah. is super Go fun. Go see Chris, the bartender. The lounge. Oh, the, yeah. the concoctions, the drinks alone. Yep. The, the drinks are what I wish they could do at Oga's. They just can't because of how crazy Correct. and busy it is. Correct. But these are handcrafted cocktails. You can go to Chris. Rhonda's done it, who, who's working there a lot of times. Like I think he lives there. <laughs> and you can be like, here's what I like. What do you got? And he will make something up on the spot. Mm-hmm. It's why he became internet famous, social media famous, because he created a figment drink for somebody on the spot that they videoed and posted, and it like went viral. That's now, awesome. Everybody knows Chris. Mm. And... This yeah everything everything mm-hmm. about this place I love, and it's a super hard reservation to get. So obviously, you know, and and that's one of those I would love to remember. What is the percentage of repeat guests who love it? Right. And what is the percentage of guests that are going for the first time because they think they'll love it based on what it is? Right. And then what percentage of those first guests come out? Obviously, it's around seventy nine. <laughs> right. That's the touring plans. You know, satisfaction rating. Um. Yeah, there's, there's nothing else like this on property. Yeah. Most everything else here, you could at least almost compare to something else on property. Correct. And you can't with Space 220. Correct. So. Yep. That's, that's our list. Number one for us. Number one. Would love to hear what you all yeah. think, what your list would look like. And you certainly don't have to rank all 19, but hit us up on social media and let us know what your top five at Epcot would be. Um, we certainly will have on a list to, to eventually knock off the ones we've not tried or revisit ones where maybe it's, it's been a while. Like, that's the thing. Like, I would actually love to go back to nine dragons. Yeah. But why would we, when we're there? I hate to say, you know what I mean? Like you're going to, you're going to waste. It's probably still going to be a hundred dollar meal. Probably just because we're going to have something to drink. We're going to get an appetizer. We're going to get two entrees. We're going to get a dessert just Mm -hmm. to try as much as we can. Like I would love to go back, but I, it doesn't make sense to. Yeah. So. Well, maybe they, we could look and see if they have a bar and maybe we could just. I don't believe that they have a walk up bar, um, like but it is still something we could go and just say, you know appetizer? what? Yeah. We're going to have two apps and grab ourselves a drink and that's going to be it. Um, so we'll, we'll see, but thank you all so much for listening. We truly appreciate it. Uh, definitely follow us main ST magic on social channels, MSM podcast on TikTok. Uh, we are posting daily videos reels uh tiktoks i don't Yay. know what they're called on every platform anymore because i'm old but you can go out and follow us on all those you can check those out including we're gonna get a lot of content for the new series rod rod your name's Rhonda. oh what is up with us today <laughs> Rhonda tries bourbon mm. is a whole new series on tiktok instagram um so you definitely want to check those out we are going down to well we'll be there when this comes out i keep yeah. forgetting we're so far ahead uh with with chuck and amy and uh we will definitely Rhonda will try bourbon and we will we will sure i will we'll capture it for you you fine folks mm. uh so anyway you make sure you follow us on socials uh you can go ahead and hit that subscribe button you get these brand new episodes every tuesday and friday and of course Rhonda, myself uh stitch who you might have heard snorting throughout this episode would be so Super duper thankful if you could please leave us a rating and review. Because it helps our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts. Top ten lists of all sorts. Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.